<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. So we got an email from a girl a couple weeks ago. She was very eager to come on our podcast and talk about the fact that she has two vaginas, okay? That seems something that was pretty much up our alley. Right. <laughs> fascinating, right? A medical something so medically fascinating. fascinating has to do with vagina, right? Kind of like touches on all of our interests. <laughs> so we decided to have her come on and discuss this recent diagnosis and because i don't know that that could really take up a whole hour we're also having other people come on talking about maybe not so much like life definitely not life-threatening um slightly life-altering um diagnosis that are a little bit offbeat that you don't really hear of lately or at all not lately like at all uh so (laughs) uh lauren set up the interview with mary our first guest who has two vaginas and then i have set up the other interviews uh, and they don't really know what's going on so i'm going to let the guests tell lauren and naz um what they have and they really did want to bring awareness to it this is not like a gawking show it's not like oh my god they want to bring awareness to these very rare um disorders syndromes that they have to maybe help people out there who also have it and have no idea that they do yeah not trying to make this ripley's believe it or not no exactly no all right. But, all right. So we're going to let Mary in. Mary. She's going to uh, tell her stories. Okay. I'm so excited. Hi, Hi Mary. Mary. How are you? I'm good. This is so surreal. How are you? <laughs> we're great. We um, lo- we're so excited you? to so have cute. you on. You're oh, I am so excited. I've been listening to you all since. I was just going back to when, like, the first podcast I listened to. And I think it was 2016. So y'all have been oh, wow. the very beginning. Oh Thank yes, you so is- much. So-, so you emailed us saying that you discovered, is it recently that you do have two vaginas? Although I feel like that's prop- not proper terminology. Yes. So tell us Wait. your journey and how you came to discover this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yes, this was recently, this was January of this year. So 2022, um, and I'm 24, so like the fact that I could go this long without knowing any of this is ridiculous. But um, yeah, so I, my husband and I actually were trying to conceive since August. So nothing was happening, and I was like, okay, I guess I just need to get in. Like it, I was due for a pap anyway. So I got in with this OBGYN who I've heard was like really good. She's the one that I want to like deliver our baby when we do have a baby. So like I really wanted to get in with her. So, um, I went in and just went in for the normal path. I thought I was normal. Like I thought I had one vagina, one uterus, one, everything, you know, like you're supposed to. Um, and I go in, I've had a pap smear before, so I didn't think anything of it. Um, but I had been off birth control for several months. So I go in and she's like about to do her thing. You know, it's always like super awkward, but, Mm -hmm. um, she's about to do her thing and she goes in, um, and, all of a sudden she's like, huh. And like, that's the last thing you want to hear <laughs> from your gynecologist. And I'm like, um, yes. And she's like, I can't find your cervix. And so immediately I'm like, um, okay. And I'm shaking, like I have anxiety anyway. And so this is like, not what I want to hear, but I'm like, do I have one? <laughs> she's <laughs> like, um, yes, but we can't find it. So she rushes me in to get an ultrasound. Well, she rushed me to the 
line and I'm like waiting in line next to these pregnant ladies and they're so cute and they're like rubbing their bellies and they're like oh what are you here for and, oh, <laughs> she can't find my cervix <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so this is how it all started so they take me to the ultrasound room and they're looking at me and they have like the jelly on my stomach well first they tried to do a vaginal ultrasound and they were like it can't go up like very far at all without hitting something. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, um, I've never had any issues. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Um, so she said, we're going to try to do like an external one. So they put the jelly on my stomach and all of a sudden it pops up on the screen, this like circle. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is that? Is that my uterus? And they were like, no, that's a mass. Oh no. My first, you know, everybody, wait, that's a what? A mass. So like, I'm thinking the worst. So I'm like praying, like, please don't let this be something serious. Like what's going on? And they said, actually, it's a very big mass. And the ultrasound technician is like, I've never seen anything like this. So of course, that's like the second thing you don't want to hear. Yeah. It's like all these words, maybe just keep them to yourself. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And then like, let me know. So we found this and it's going to be fine. (laughs) Yes. Well, the problem is like, they couldn't tell me that that day. So I literally, they called the doctor in and they were both just like flabbergasted. They were like, I don't really know what's going on. You have this large mass. We don't really know. Like we can't even see your uterus because of the mass. So we don't know if it's in your uterus or, um, outside of it or what, but we're going to have to get you in to see an oncologist, which the second scary thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like nobody wants to hear that. So I wait, wait. Mary, what were you in that time thinking that it was? Because you know how your mind goes a million places. Like, what were you thinking? I thought it was cancer. Yeah, it sounds like it would be like ovarian cancer. You must have been flipping out. Well, that was my first thought. And so when the doctor came back in, I was like, like, be straight with me. Do I have cancer? Like, is that what this looks like? She's like, well, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, why don't you think so? Like, please convince me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elaborate on that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like, please, because I'm shaking right now. Like, they couldn't even do the ultrasound for a while because I was like shaking. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is terrifying. It was traumatizing, truly. But she was like, the only reason I don't think so is because you're young. Like, this isn't common for someone young. But also, she's- That doesn't make me feel very- much better (laughs) yeah well i i i would also be like what young people die all the time yeah yeah that's what i would think yeah i i was honestly like just in my head when she said that i was like okay she's just trying to make me feel better like she really does think this is cancer because she referred me to a cancer specialist yeah Yeah. like a gynecological oncologist is who she referred me to wow um and so of course i'm freaking out um and that's what i was left with that day like i left there knowing i have a large mass they told me it was 11 centimeters. So like the size of a softball. Um, and Holy I didn't moly. Know, I know. And I didn't know anything. Like I wasn't in pain. I couldn't feel it. Um, I, I just was like, this has to be a mistake. I don't know. So um, I called a family meeting and I was like, called my husband and I was like, come to my parents' house. It's like a mm. meeting point. Um, and I had already told my husband about them not being able to find my cervix. And he was like, that's strange. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to tell you, babe. That's weird. Um, But when I got there, I told them and we were all just like, so confused. We were Googling. We didn't know. And like, nothing came up other than the worst, like ovarian cancer, um, cervical cancer, uterine cancer, like all of the, all of the cancers Mm -hmm. were what came up when you Googled. But luckily the oncologist was able to get me in really, really quickly. Oh, good. Um, like two days later, I got to go into the oncologist and that was a scary experience in and of itself. Um, just like going in, mm-hmm. but the first thing he said to me when I sat down was, I don't think you have cancer. And so oh, I was very like, well, nice and reassuring. Please. Okay. Very good. Good bedside manner. Yes. I, I love exactly. him. He's like, thank yeah. you. This I right love now. him. He tells me I don't <laughs> I do. have cancer. Just for, just for that. In and of itself, he was like, I don't think you have cancer, but you do have a giant mass. So we've got to get it out. So he immediately scheduled surgery because he said, we won't be able to know what it is until you have surgery. Surgery. Wow. Um, But I was ready. I was like, it's wild that like they had to go in to like know what it is. Yes. That's wild. 
Coterie time. Okay, we're going to take a minute to talk about Coterie. You guys, these are diapers that I have a passion for. They keep him so dry. He could go a pretty long time without a diaper change. If he wakes up in the middle of the night, it's not and I have to feed him, it's not a total necessity for me to have to change Dawson's diaper in the middle of the night because these things are so absorbent. I love them so much. They keep your baby safe and protected without sacrificing their comfort, and they have the highest, the cleanest, highest-performing diapers. Such a comfortable feel. You can feel it just with your own hands, so, like, you know that... It's like it's cashmere like, for the uh, baby. Think about this. Like we're picky about the underwear. It's not that cashmere. We wear, it's right. It's not cashmere. It's oh, coterie. it's not cashmere. It's coterie. But like, yeah. think, we're very picky about the underwear that we wear, right? Because there's some pairs right. that you always pull out. You know, mm-hmm. you have your your drawer, and some of them you're like, oh, I only wear them when I don't have a clean that's load, the last right? Hundred. But then there's some that you always pick out because they're so soft. Well, that's the coterie of babies, okay? Right. And Coterie has actually been awarded best diaper and wipes because they make yep. wipes too by both the bump and parents.com. So forget about nighttime leaks and wet sheets and try, quote, the Rolls Royce of diapers, Coterie. Yes. Right now, Coterie is partnering with our podcast, the I Don't Get It podcast, to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at Coterie.com slash I-D-G-I. That's Coterie spelled C-O-T. E-R-I-E dot com slash I-D-G-I for 20% off in free shipping. Coterie.com slash I-D-G-I. Seeing the diagram that you sent us, you guys, she sent us a diagram. Um, this is Dr. Dr. Ashley Iconetti is on the line now. <laughs> it looks as if it wouldn't come up as a mass, but almost like a tissue deviation in your vaginal cavity. So when he got in there, did he realize it wasn't a mass? It wasn't a mass? So what, what's going on? That's the thing. So this is in January. I didn't find out that I had two uteruses, two vaginas, two cervixes until Holy like damn, a girl, month you ago. have two of everything? Two of everything. Yes. Oh my God. So funny. So you, you said this the diagram and I tell Lauren and Nats, I go, it appears that she has two cervix. Um, and <laughs> I did. Thinking, like, and I was like, <laughs> I was dying laughing because I'm like, you're literally a doctor. Like, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't uh, know any of this. But you have two of everything. Okay. Continue and tell us the whole story without interruptions yes. from me. No, it's okay. Y'all stop me whenever, please, because I'm <laughs> might ramble. So just stop me. Um, but yeah, so I didn't know this was January and I'm just now finding out like a month ago that I had two of all that. So when he went in for the surgery, he did the surgery, like, uh, less than a week later, all of this happened in the span of a week at first. So I was really lucky to be able to get in so quickly. He went in and did a laparoscopic surgery. So he did like a robot. He went in, just made a few little incisions in my stomach. Um, but he went in and he was like, he had to stop the surgery and go outside to, he called my husband and was like, I have pictures to show you. And of course my husband's still like, does she have cancer? Like what's going Mm -hmm. on? So he takes the pictures outside and he's like, I'm not going to lie, man. I've never seen anything like this. Wow. Like this is your wife's insides. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. He said, I think what it is, is a giant uterus, which like makes you feel good. I don't know. Nobody wants to be told they have a giant uterus. He said, I think it's a giant uterus and then two very large fallopian tubes coming off the sides. Um, It kind of looked like in my surgery images, like Mickey Mouse, like a big circle and then two like smaller circles. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the fallopian tubes came off of those two smaller circles. But I guess with the mass, it just didn't look like a normal didelphic uterus, which is like two uteruses. Um, so he basically was like, I can take some biopsies. I can send it off. It's not cancer. I think she's just like very inflamed. Um, so I woke up from that surgery and he was like, I'm sorry. Like I did a whole lot of nothing really, but Mm. I sent it off and we have confirmed like a couple days later, they confirmed it was not cancerous. Um, and I was confirmed to have endometriosis, which I kind of always expected. So Mm -hmm. that was good. Right. And what and what's crazy, and Ashley and Lauren and I were just talking about this before we started recording, is that we definitely want to do a podcast on endo because I also, until I had to get my fibroids removed, meaning until someone actually went inside my body, did they know that I had endo? 
And I think it's wild that we don't have like better ways of discovering that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, keep continue with your story. Well, that's kind of like how all of this really happened for me, how I went this long without knowing, because I was in such extreme pain when I was like really young, high Mm -hmm. school, early high school, and they put me on birth control. So And I didn't want to have surgery. They said I, they assume they have endometriosis, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to do the surgery. So they just put me on birth control and this, that's how this all went undetected, I guess. But, um, <laughs> we've done a Yo, whole birth podcast like the fucking before. devil out here. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, that's why I immediately thought of y'all when I found out about all this. Cause I was like, yeah, birth control podcast is just all goes together. Yeah, yes, it really does. I mean, just to remind people, if they didn't w- listen to that podcast, we did have a couple doctors on talking about how oftentimes girls are put on the pill as like to mask symptoms of something and that's all fine and dandy and you kind of like go around and you live life and you feel pretty normal until you try to have a baby and then you realize that you've been masking symptoms for so long that really needed to be dealt with at the source. Right. Yes, 100%. And it, and it so, wasn't until Ashley even brought the be it's called beyond the pill if you guys yeah. want to look up the oh, episode yeah. but it wasn't until we did a podcast on it that i was like oh let me get off birth control like it wasn't mm-hmm. like any reading i did on my own or any doctor told me to it's really crazy you guys so, did that podcast and it like i think it was around the same time that i was getting off so it just reinforced oh. my decision to yeah that was like t- 2020 right that was like two years ago now i think we yeah. Did. yeah 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 so, um, so was sex like normal periods were not normal? Um, yeah. How did, did it hurt at all? Or how did that all work leading up? When I was on birth control, I didn't really have much of a period at all. And okay. I just thought that was kind of normal for birth control. Everybody told me like it would either be really light or not at all. Um, so I really didn't have much of a period on birth control. Sex on birth control was totally normal. Like I couldn't, nothing was different at all as far I mean I've obviously apparently had two vaginas my whole life so I guess I, I wouldn't know well let's Does go that mean you let's go into fallopian that. tubes you don't do you have four fallopian tubes I only have two one coming off each uterus oh interesting. Oh, okay so then okay. you wouldn't have two periods every month because you'd have two uteruses but well you only have two fallopian tubes yes. well that's the thing so Going back to like him not knowing what it was, when we finally found out what it was, I had to go back to the doctor and I told her, I was like, oh, well, he said, it's just my uterus. And she was like, no, it's not. Um, So we did some more digging and and she was like looking at my stomach um, and she was asking me all the same questions. Like, have you had weird periods? Have you had heavy periods? And I'm like, actually, no, they're, they're fairly light compared to what I would Mm -hmm. think even off the pill. Um, and then that's when she got me back in the ultrasound room again. And she started looking like really far to the right. Mm -hmm. Like she took it like all the way to the right. And she was like, there's your uterus. That's it. It's all the way over there. And then the mass is in the middle. And then she went all the way to the left and she was like, no, that's your uterus. And I was like, wait a minute. No, why, why is it there and there? You know, Mm -hmm. there's just one, it it should be just like right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no. And she went to the right again and to the left. And she said, I, I think you have two and a mass in the middle. So essentially what's going on, what we figured out after like me doing my own research, because she still didn't know what it was and going to see all these specialists. Um, I have what's called Ovira syndrome. So obstructed hemovagina with ipsilateral <laughs> renal oh anomaly. God. I think is what wow. it's called. Sounds right. <laughs> what <laughs> language is that? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Not like a spell. You used to spell. Right now. <laughs> that yeah, sounds like a spell. Um, okay. So you know how I was referencing how, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just giving like Harry Potter Slytherin vibes right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I have my new circle lenses on. Uh, they really are so Harry Potter, but in a very cool way. Well, Lauren said that they were goodwill no, hunting. They're goodwill hunting. hunting. Lauren said they were goodwill hunting, but for me, you know, the product of a major Beatles fan, they're just they're just John Lennon. Okay, lenses. okay, okay. In, in modern, in modern John, they're Lennon. just modern John. Anyway, so if you need eyeglasses, like for real, because you have prescription or wear contacts like me, or you just want to like look cool 
They pair eyewear has frames that start at just $60 and that is including prescription lenses and they have hundreds of top frame designs. They can match whatever mood you're in, whatever outfit. I love switching up my style. Um, and I love having a bunch just in my pocket so I can like just put on a different pair for every mood. It's honestly a lot of fun. It feels like you're playing dress up, just like being a kid again. And all that stuff really brings me a lot of joy. Pair Eyewear has forged their own way and designs. All their looks are in-house. You can get high quality eyewear at a fraction of the price. Um, and I just feel like eyewear in general, like the prices are so high. So I just wanted everyone to know about pair eyewear because it's like an affordable way to look cool and get prescription. Well, Nass just goes on and, and on and let me say anything. And I love them too. Sorry. <laughs> they, um, I have like Sorry. this base frame and a magnetic top. So you could constantly be switching up your style. I think that's, what's really unique about the pair eyewear because it's called pair because you can like mix and match because they're magnetic tops and bottoms you guys can get glasses that are as unique as you are one pair infinite style starting at 60 dollars. go to pair eyewear.com slash get it for 15 percent off your first purchase that is 15 percent off at p-a-i-r eyewear.com slash get it um okay so then they tell this to you and you're like okay so what does that mean yeah, so I kind of had to really find it out myself. Like I was the one that found the um, diagram of what it was and I sent it to my doctor and I said, could this be it? And she was like, hold on, let me call someone. And she consulted with another specialist and they were like, yeah, that's what you have. So you really have to advocate for yourself, <laughs> like really, because mm-hmm. it may that, have taken a month. so fucked. It's like... Yeah. So when you ovulate, one of those fallopian tubes releases an egg into either your no, left or one your of, right one. one of the over. You have two ovaries. Let's try to paint this yeah. picture. You have two ovaries, right? You don't have four. Okay. No, just two. So you have one ovary attached to each uter- uh, each fallopian tube, and you have two fallopian tubes that attach to the uterus, the two yeah, uteruses. Yeah, one on each uterus. So yeah, okay. A right uterus and a left uterus. Yes. Each and- connecting to one fallopian tube. Okay. So imagine uh, antennas almost like right. off of the Philippian tube. And it does look like Mickey in my head now. So then yes, I at see the bottom, Wait, Ashley, can you describe what a normal, like, I don't want to say normal, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, what okay. most people have? Yes. Let too. me continue. So mentally, we what, can compa- compare. Yeah. Okay. 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 So normally you have the, the vagina and at the top of the vagina, you have the cervix. And if you were to go through the cervix, which is what like sperm does, then you'll enter the uterus and then at the top of the uterus you have a fallopian tube on each side and at the end of those fallopian tubes you have an ovary on each side which is where the eggs come from the egg comes from the uterus and from the ovary into the fallopian tube it meets the sperm somewhere in in that in the fallopian tube and then and then implants in the uterus Implants okay. in the uterus. Got so it. then what, what Mary has is she has two uterus, but the, this is my question. You have two cervixes, which leads to sort of two vaginas. Um, but, but, not, but you don't have two holes down there. You have one hole and somewhere up that cavity, it splits. Yes. Into each uterus. Yeah. Well, okay, so let so when you follow follow the tunnel, the <laughs> vagina, when you go up, um, in my vagina, which I never knew this before, but in my vagina there is a septum. So imagine like the septum in your nose, mm-hmm. like there's a septum far up there. Um, but one septum, a fork in the road, <laughs> a fork in the road, if you will, yes. <laughs> um, but one septum is closed off like one side of it is closed off got it so when I got off birth control that when I was menstruating because I wasn't menstruating for years and years and years and years on birth control so Mm -hmm. none of this came up but when I got off birth control whenever I would have a period which both uteruses would shed their lining at the same time um but one uterus would empty so I would have a normal period the other one instead of emptying because that septum blocked it oh it started filling up (gasps) yes (gasps) <gasps> this, like fluid wow. filled up so wow. over years over <gasps> the course of years yes except for when I was on birth control or it stopped it, it stopped so luckily I think like what happened when I got on birth control was all of the fluid went out as endometriosis through the fallopian tube 
So that's why I have endometriosis. But and endometriosis to anyone listening is like extra tissue sort of just laying around like spider webs and all your lady parts down there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. gross looking too when you look at it from my surgery images. <laughs> so, literally- wait, I want to see those. Can you send them to me? Okay, so then that's blocked off and it's full. And was that the mass? Was that? Yes. Okay, that was the mass. Oh, so the full uterus after you got off birth control was the mass that it we were seeing in the uterus. ultrasound. It was like my, there's like a pouch in my vagina that was collecting all of this fluid. So it started in my vagina. And it got so big. I had my surgery on Wednesday to get rid of the septum and drain it. This past Wednesday? Yes. Oh my God. Wow. A week ago today. So I feel so good though. I feel like a new person because it had gotten filled up so much to the point where my surgeon said it was as big as a soccer ball. That's insane. Oh my God. How did you feel that? Yeah. Were you really bloated? I was in so much pain. I was bloated. Like it was just filling up like in my vagina and then it got up into my stomach. So it was pressing on my bladder to where I would have to like, to go to the bathroom, to go pee. I would have to like push on my stomach to make it come out. Um, it was pressing on like all sorts of things, like my colon, apparently. Oh my God, I'm so happy that you got to the yeah. root of this. Like, cause my whole life, I my fibroids were as big as a lemon. And I just thought that I like fluctuated in weight every month and that I just happened to have worse periods. And it like took such a toll on me mentally, not being able to fit in clothes, not being able to eat anything or like just feel self-conscious in bed. Yeah. It's like, it's the worst when you can't get to the root of something. So after this, did they open that so you can have normal periods and stuff from both yeah. sides? They removed the septum. So now okay. instead of like the two vaginas, technically, um, I just have one. So they like cut that whole pee. I guess it's like just tissue or something. They cut that down and then they drained it. They drained over a liter of fluid out of it. Whoa. I know. <laughs> it's like so weird to think about but did they show you that after no I wanted to see it but I guess it's probably too too gross but they did validate me by saying how big it was and they were like I don't know how you like went to work every day and honestly I don't either it was so painful so we like I feel like we just need to talk about this stuff more because Mm -hmm. there's women there's people walking around and there's there's actual problems and it's being masked by birth control or just people don't talk about it, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy you came on because I have so many friends that deal with stuff and I'm like, go to the doctor, like figure this out. But also sometimes you go like you did and they don't know what's happening. And it's like, you really feel like you're out there on your own, you know? advocate for yourself. Like everyone's told me my whole life, like don't Google, don't Google. But honestly, if I hadn't Googled, we'd probably still be figuring out what this is yeah. so, so google but don't google too much to where you can't sleep at night like i do absolutely right mary how did you <clears throat> how do you have sex or put a tampon in and not hit that deviation okay so that's another thing when i got off birth control because before everything was normal when i got off like slowly over time it started to where i would like we would be having sex and i would be like oh okay, stop, mm-hmm. stop. It hurts. Cause and, it hurt. Wow. Yeah. It was like pressure. Like imagine a water balloon in there. And then he's like hitting a water balloon. Oh yeah. You don't um, want that. But it just, it was pressure and it wasn't like a sharp pain. It was dull. Um, until, until it would get sharp. I know that doesn't really make sense, but like, it was just, I feel like I have two of these maybe. <laughs> you need to go get checked yeah, out. Maybe. maybe. I think uh, they would have found it during your uh, endometriosis <clears throat> surgery. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they didn't find mine, so you never know. That's oh, so true. Well, there you go. I know. Okay, well, I need to talk about something that's plaguing me now, you guys. And that is what? the lack of hair growth coming from my scalp the older and older I get. And as you guys know, I've talked about this before. I really miss my thick, fuller hair. And so I have turned to Nutrafol as of last year. I take Nutrafol every day. And by the way, 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair. So if you're experiencing this, you are not alone. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like people don't openly talk about this. It can be very scary and stressful. We attach a lot of meaning to hair. And all that stress just adds to the problem. Because when you're stressed out, you're not growing hair. It's a whole thing. Anyway, so... I just want you guys to know that millions of Americans are experiencing this and Nutrafol is formulated with potent botanicals. It's like tablets. So I take two in the morning. 
um, two at night. I take four a day and it helps your hair grow and it helps your hair become as strong as you are. And it's physician formulated to be 100% drug free. And it doesn't only help your hair become thicker. It also helps you have better sleep and help your stress response and your skin, nails and libido. So it's basically all over helping you feel better. And also when your hair is thicker and fuller, you're going to want to have more sex. Your libido is naturally going to want to go up. I recommend this to every single one of my clients. Everyone thinks their hair is thinning. If it is or not, it's it's only going to make your hair thicker. So I recommend it for literally everyone. Uh, you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using our promo code GETIT to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is the best offer available anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, for hair as strong as you are. So you, so your period now comes from one uh, hole, one side. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I okay. haven't really... Does that cut your chances in half of having a baby since they cut off one? Well, I actually have, I still have two uteruses. They kept them both. Oh, you still have two uteruses. <clears throat> you still have two fallopian tubes, blah, blah, blah. So does that actually help your, your chance? But you only have. I don't know. They, Lord. they say it doesn't really do anything because like both of them are kind of small. So that's the only concern, like preterm labor, I would be considered a high risk pregnancy. Um, because they're both smaller and because another thing with this is apparently in the womb, when your uterus forms, it starts out as two, they're called the malarian ducts, and then they fuse together and something about them fusing together when you're in the womb actually signals your kidneys to grow. So so cool. I didn't know this either, but I was born with only one kidney. Oh, wow. Wow. So did they, did you ever get to the root of why, how sort of thing? Or is that something you just never really get an answer to? It's just like, this is how I was born. Kind yeah. of thing. Like it doesn't run in your family or anything like that. No, not as far as I know. I mean, who knows? Like there have been women apparently that don't even know after they give birth that they have two uteruses until they have like their second child and have a C-section. Huh. So there Crazy. could be women in my family that have this, but mm. I've, I don't know. They've never told me that. How common is it to have two uteruses? It's pretty rare. Um, not as rare as you would think, because as I've like been finding all of this out, I would tell people and they'd say, oh, like my cousin has that or my aunt. Oh, wow. oh, okay. The rare thing is the blockage that causes the mass. Like that right. is really almost unheard of. There's some yeah. case studies out there that are fun to read, but that's it. My last question before we let you go is, is it, would it be easier to get pregnant if you had, if they took out one ovary, one, you know, one of each, and then they left you with one of each? I think, I think not because of the egg reserve. So actually sometimes you can, it's rare, but you could ovulate twice in one cycle. So potentially if that happens, like I could have Double the ability to get pregnant twice in one cycle. Yes. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes. Some people have had one baby in each uterus. Oh my goodness gracious. And then the delivery has got to be crazy. They have to do a C-section probably. You have to. Yeah, Yeah, you have to. to, You'd have like two placentas. No, because one baby has to come later, right? You would, well, yeah, because if you, okay, so let's say you got pregnant within, it'd have to be in the, in like a few weeks of each other because your hormones stop all uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So they probably would come mm-hmm. at the same time. And one would probably just be like a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Premature. Early. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Mary, this was absolutely fascinating. Thank I'm you sure people could so question much. you for hours. I feel like. I know. And the lesson I think we get from this. For hours, interview not question, question you. you. <laughs> I'm going to put you in a room and question <laughs> you. You're our next suspect. None of yes. this is real. <laughs> but this is a great learning lesson. I didn't tell you asked me about the tampon thing. So let me tell you that really quick because this is a a sign to get checked out and I didn't know it. So all of you listening, if you put in a tampon and only one side is filled with blood, when you take it out, um, that's a sign. And I didn't know it. I just thought that was normal. I don't know why I thought that was normal. I never questioned it, but literally one side would be like butterflied out. The other side, nothing. Because I guess that side was that dry ass side. Yes, wow. that's it. So if you if you notice 
one dry side of your tampon, you go to the doctor. You didn't right. know otherwise, you know? You didn't yeah. know that, that you, you don't, don't talk about that with your girlfriend. Your friends. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. And now I wish I would have. Like, y'all go compare your tampons because you never. <laughs> That's insane. So, you guys, the odds of you having multiples like this is pretty rare. But the lesson here is we figure out your shit before you get on the pill and then advocate for yourself and um thank you thank you mary for being so open thank yes, you thank you thank Thanks, you Cheryl. mary all right awesome. i just love your podcast so much thank oh, you oh we love Thanks, you so sweet. it was nice okay. to meet you yes yeah, so nice, nice to meet you too you. Bye. Bye. bye bye all right guys we have another lady coming in next and it's it's interesting. It's the same region of the body, almost similar, maybe opposite, actually. She's going to speak on behalf of her husband now. I'm going to get her in. All right, Anonymous, on the line, tell us about your husband's condition. So my husband has something called congenital bilateral absence of the vas deferens, which is abbreviated CBAVD, uh, but it's a result of being a carrier for cystic fibrosis. Mm. And we never would have known about it unless we had gone to see a fertility specialist because we have been trying um, for a little over a year to get pregnant um, with nothing to show for it. So what did they discover? What does that yeah, mean what, what in like layman's terms? Mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went to get um, all of our workups done. So like I had my workup and he... Um, gave a sperm sample and it came out as zero and which like I never would have thought was an option Um, like it was like oh either zero or millions or like they're crappy but never zero so um, he got he took two sperm samples and they were both zero and he got referred to a urologist um, who then confirmed that he has no vas deferens in either of his testicles. So what's vas deferens for people who are layman's terms? So a vas deferens is what carries the sperm from the testicles out. Um, And so if like somebody's getting a vasectomy, the vas deferens is blocked off. Uh, Okay. Um, So like if someone... I think it's kind of common that after you get a vasectomy, then you'd get, you take another sperm sample to make sure it didn't work or mm-hmm. make sure it worked work. and it would be a zero. So, um, it's basically like a, they just like feel around the urologist felt around. He tested his hormones. They were all normal, which indicated that, um, he still produced sperm probably, but that there was no vest deference to get them out. So what comes out when he ejaculates? It's that's the thing. It like looks completely normal. <laughs> huh. So it's the it's semen. Wait, can you guys it's explain semen with, this? It's semen without can the you sperm. Explain it again. So basically <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'll explain it now. So like it looks completely you, normal. Ashley. But there's no sperm in it. Yes. So basically, Naz, there's like a tunnel. Like we have tunnels. Like we all have tunnels down there. There's mm-hmm. a tunnel that lets the sperm through, but his was blocked. So the sperm wasn't coming. He doesn't blocked. have he one. He there. doesn't have one. Well, he, he does doesn't. have a canal. The canal was blocked. That's no, what he does not have a canal at all. Oh, okay. Without I a canal. Now. Oh, okay. He's okay. Okay. So which is blocked when you have a vasectomy, but he was yeah. born so when you oh, okay, so but they, he they physically block one. it when they when you have a vasectomy. Okay, but he was born without the canal in general. Correct. Okay, but so, but stuff comes out without having that canal. Yeah, so the canal is just for the sperm, but I don't know what produces the fluid, but something else does. Yeah, so that's interesting because semen is the fluid that carries the sperm. So apparently, this is something I don't know. The semen comes from somewhere else and the sperm comes from the uh, testicles. All right, I'm just looking that up real quick. Um, This is fascinating. Yeah, we never would have known. Oh, okay. So um, 25% of semen is made up of liquid produced by the prostate. Ah. Oh, the prostate produces the semen. Yeah. Yes. But the sperm, but the balls produce the sperm. Yeah. So, okay. So basically so like your husband liquidy- has semen, but no sperm. Yeah. Well, he has sperm. It wasn't coming through. The sperm was living in the testicles, but not coming through the penis. Because yep. no canal. 
Exactly. Okay, so what I do get they do it now. for him? What do they do for him? Could do they make a canal or No, you can't do that. So you have to take the sperm out surgically. Um and then the only way to uh get pregnant is from IVF because okay. the sperm um isn't like good enough quality to inseminate with like an IUI or anything like that. Okay. Usually at nighttime, I play um, a, like a jumping game. It's like very like minimal, you know, very boring. It's just kind of like to get my mind off the day. But I switched over to Switchcraft. Switch to Switchcraft. Wow. Seamless transition, had- Lauren. I could have. Pun Thanks. intended. Uh, <laughs> because, pun intended, I did new <laughs> planet. loser. Um, because I, they have like really interesting stories in like thousands of levels. So it's never ending and I'm never bored. Um, I want to like keep my mind active without having the urge to switch over to Instagram or something. So I like how diverse the characters are in Switchcraft and there's so many levels and you just want to keep playing to see like the next storyline plot. I love that you brought up the characters because again, just like you, I need a good story. Like in order for me to not be on Instagram, I can't just play games on my phone that aren't following some type of narrative. I just, I, yes. I love storytellers. I love TV shows, I love movies. And Switchcraft has over 85 different characters that you can fall in love with um, from so many backgrounds. It's so inclusive. They have disabled characters, LGBTQ plus characters. And um, you can just focus on how there are tons of levels to play because you, ne- so you'll never get bored. We all hate those games just, that only have like a couple levels. And a, a little whoa, synopsis. Wait, wait. I gotta uh, add in the fact that it what? it gets me because there's romantic storylines, and we all know that yes. unless and, if yes. it's a TV or movie or game without a romantic storyline, I'm not really sold. And it also witchcraft. Um, you take uh, your your Bailey in this, a witch at Pendle Hill, and you're at the World's Academy of Witchcraft. So there you go. Harry Potter fans, anyone that's into like sci-fi, I don't know, witchery, Wicca, have fun with Okay, you can explore Switchcraft. a realm of magic, mystery, and romance. Just download <laughs> Switchcraft on your mobile phone for free today. Not to ask too many questions you don't have to answer, of course, but are you guys going through the IVF process now? So we did um, a few years ago, and we have a two-year-old from it. Oh, um, yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but, um, so we're trying to have a second one now. Um, but, yeah. Okay, great. Well, so is that uncomfortable for him to have it surgically removed or is it just kind of like they put a little needle in the balls and just suck it no, up? No, it was more than that. No. <laughs> it was Sorry. it was it was an outpatient procedure, so he was asleep and it was only like a couple of days recovery. Like he had it on a Thursday and he was back to normal by the end of the weekend. Okay. Uh, okay. And and like you never would know um and other than the sperm sample like you never know so, he probably regrets wearing a condom his exactly. entire life oh my if gosh i hadn't known about stds like exactly stds aside, <laughs> STDs aside. <laughs> okay that's right oh yeah yeah the stids we always forget about those man <laughs> anonymous, First thing I think of. anonymous he um so with the taking of the sperm from his testicles, did they have to do it multiple times? Or did they get so much in the one surgery that you were like set up? Yeah, we only had to do it one time. I don't know how, um, if other people have to do it more than once, but because he normally has fine sperm, he only had to do it once. And they told us they got like eight tubes of it. So every oh, time we did an eight, an IVF cycle, they thawed one tube. Well, usually it's much easier. They go into a room and go mean in it. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing such a private thing with us. Yeah, yeah that's very, very interesting. I just wish other people would know that it's an option to get zero because when I heard zero, it was like, what right. the hell? See, right. another lesson learned. Get checked out and, you know, because like after, it depends, of course, on your age, but I've said this on multiple podcasts, when it comes to infertility, it's like 33% of the time, it's because of the guy, not the girl. So get yeah. your guy tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't, yeah. Know that there's a whole bunch of different options that couldn't be wrong with you. <laughs> 
definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming. Bye. For sharing. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The next condition we have is not of the sexual status. Oh. Uh, but Lauren and Naz, you guys are going to be... You're going to have heard of it before, I think. Okay. But you're going to be very excited, I think, that we have somebody Whoa. on the phone that has it. Oh, my because God. It's, Wait. Because it's, I'm, like, I'm not on to the be, edge of my seat. Not to be Ripley's Believe It or Not, but, like, it's pretty fascinating. Okay, so let's get her in. Oh, I love being fascinated. I need novelty in my life always. <laughs> I do. Hello, anonymous Hi. person on our. Are podcast. you want to be anonymous, or do you want to be you okay with me referring to you by name? You can call me by my name. Okay. Hello, Kate. Hi, Kate. Welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. Hi, Kate. How so are you? we're so Hi. good. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on here. I'm so oh, excited. We're excited, especially so, Lauren and I, because we yeah. have no idea why you're here. <laughs> you gave me a little bit of background as to what you have, and I think we've maybe discussed this before on the podcast. So I'm kind of excited to talk to somebody who has this. Can you please explain to Lauren Naz in the audience your what did you call it condition? Wait, Not can a I guess? Condition. I don't Is think it it's what? a condition. I don't know. Do you, you tell me. Wait, can I? Do you have webbed feet? <laughs> <laughs> close but no oh, close okay. oh my god i've always wanted to talk to someone okay. who is who's had webbed feet and asked them about wearing sandals but anyways okay keep going um so i don't know what you'd call it like as far as condition or syndrome but it's called aphantasia, aphantasia. oh i know i no, know what is that i don't what is it what lauren is it? um is this um you can like see colors or feel colors this is you can't think in your own head like you don't you don't have a story in your head when you when you think oh wait wait did you message me on instagram yeah okay, wait perfect wait we have her naz we have her wait oh my god that's amazing wait i sent you guys her well I she think. she ended up talking she messaged me yesterday podcast for her wait okay? this is amazing tell everyone what this is because i was fascinated i told you guys would be excited yeah. This is awesome. Okay, so aphantasia <laughs> means I can't see things like in my head. Like I can't picture something in my head. Like graphically, like when someone says like I picked up a hot dog and like put it in my mouth, you can't picture that. Right. So like, well, first of all, I didn't even know most people could until recently. So Whoa. you saw a TikTok, right? Did you see a TikTok? Yes. Yes. Because that's why I started thinking about this and thinking how fucking crazy it is. Because I saw that TikTok. I'm like, wait, how do these people actually live? They can't see actions in their head. Well, you can't see images, right? In your images. Head? Right. So, yeah, a little bit of background. Saw a TikTok and the TikTok was like, okay, you might have like a blind mind's eye. Um, so let's test it. Everyone close your eyes and then picture a red star. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, of mm -hmm. course, I can't like actually see a red star. And then they're like, can you not see it? You have aphantasia. Um, and it's just the craziest thing, like for me to imagine how most people can do that. Like to me, I think it sounds so overwhelming to be able to actually like conjure something up in your head. Like I just, there's so many directions I could go with this. So I'll let you guys respond to wow. that. No, wait, tell us more about how you... Like that day that you discovered day Yeah, okay, that's, the, the, the day to day. Let's talk about that. Like if somebody says, um, meet me at this restaurant and like, you know where the restaurant is. You don't have to like Google it. You don't have to put it in your maps. You don't like in your head sort of map it out like really quickly, like the, the, the route you're going to take? No. Um, yeah, if I already know where I'm going, I just like know I'm going to get in my car and I just like know what the steps are, but I can't like make up like a map in my head or kind of like picture myself like going through it ahead of time. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? 
Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Wait, this is really fascinating to me because I am such a loser. No, I'm not. I'm such a cool nerd. And I am um, fascinated by memory, which I really want to do a podcast on memory. And there's a guy named Joshua Foer. He wrote this book, one of my favorite books of all time, called Moonwalking with Einstein. And he talks about creating a memory palace in your head, which is what I do when I'm on a red carpet, when I have to memorize a lot of things, when it comes to like questions. And basically, our brains are really good at memorizing instantaneously without us trying loci, which is locations. So if I told all of you guys to close your eyes and picture the the house that you grew up in as a child. Mm -hmm. And then I told you you had to interview, I don't know, like Brad Pitt, and you had to come up with an order of questions to interview Brad Pitt in, I'll, I'll, in the order of my home, I'll put the first question at the door, the second question in the room right after the door, the third question up the stairs. Hmm. So because, because our, our brains in general are so good at just knowing exactly where everything is in the house I grew up without even trying. So when I... So when you close your eyes, and Kate, you, your you can't picture the house you grew up in and where everything is? No. So I can remember where things are and I can like describe like, oh, the couch was here. It was this color. Like it, you walk into this room. Like I can kind of, it's like I have memory and I have the ability to like think, which is why so many people who have this, like don't even realize there's like an alternative out there. Cause like you can't like catch it in school really. But um, I can't, like, I I probably wouldn't be able to give you, like, the best details on, like, color and texture just because I couldn't, like, rethink of. So when you, when you say the couch was this color, that couch is not in your head. You're not seeing the couch. You just remember that it was that color. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Wow. That's that's crazy. But again, like, because you haven't known anything different, it's, like, not affecting your life in any way. I have well, a feeling no. that school must have been harder for you, though. Like, memory's got to be harder and, like, recall. Well, to me, I think it's almost like cheating now that I realize people can... Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. true. Well, it's there's so a difference true. here between, like, what the three of us have and, like, a, um, you know, a photographic memory. Right. Like, I, I feel like I do have a, a bit of a photographic memory, but, I mean, not to the part of, like, you know, geniuses have photographic memories where they can, like, truly, clearly see, like, a page and, like, yeah. read the page, you know, in their memory. So that's not what we have. Yeah, no, I mean, I I did well with any, like, tests or anything that had to do with memorization. Like, I did well in school. Um, I just, yeah, I guess you distinguish it. Like, you don't have a photographic memory. But for me, it is just, like, it's like I can think all of the, like, I can come up with, like, ways to remember everything, for example, for school. But I just, there's no, like, associating image with it. Interesting. Okay, oh, that's, okay, that's okay, very okay. interesting. Kate, do you meditate? Um, I've never really tried, but I will say this. Um, I've gone to yoga a few times, um, and I remember where they'll be like, close your eyes and imagine you're at a beach, or like they'll mm-hmm. have these really descriptive words, and I always thought that was just metaphor for like, relax. So I was just like, okay. Because yeah. like, you can't picture that. Wow, that's so fascinating. Right. It's like thinking of the concept of like, okay, if I'm at a beach, like I probably feel really relaxed. I'm probably I would be sensing these type of things but I'm not actually even like 
I'm not able to put myself there. Right. Okay. So speaking of that, this is something that I feel bad that you don't have. You don't like, okay, say you had like the most amazing, like flirtatious night. You like made out with Fan- the guy of your yeah. life. Like you can't relive those nights in your head. Like if you, like, I'm not saying that like I'm reliving it, like as if it feels like a dream to me, but like I can almost, depending on the, you know, the atmosphere around me feel like everything again and like see it like press play in my head and yeah. like well see you're talking things. about sexual fantasies i guess no. essentially like no yeah. i'm not even talking about that I'm, I'm great memory of like a vacation like a something i'm not just talking about like a romance romance i'm talking about like your greatest memories like you can't relive your greatest like nights you're with your like friends wedding. like you in, your your head. in your head yeah right so like i can relive things in like daydream it's so hard to explain because yeah, I, can, I know daydream. i can imagine and that's the thing like what i would call daydream now i realize is not what actually most people daydream as because that's just like a word i use but like i can think back on what has happened um and i can even like i guess to the best of my ability without seeing anything feel like i'm reliving it uh-huh, but so you really feel like, and less see yeah it's just which it's- honestly is cooler i think you, I think there are some perks to it. Like No, because Kate, you probably feel, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm assuming maybe you feel it more viscerally, you know, because it's... Like when yeah. I think back on something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like channel, have, it channels through a different sense. way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like when someone has one sense, yeah. you know, like if they're blind or can't hear and the other ones just become stronger, it kind of feels like... I feel like th- this would be a weird correlation, but I do have a really strong sense of smell. So maybe that has something. That I think probably so. probably does. Yeah, yeah. because cause those trigger memories more than anything. So um, I'm just like, how I always plan my outfits out in my head. <laughs> so like you can't plan your outfits out in your head, like thinking about your closet and like which shirt would go with which pants or something. That, yes, I do have a hard time with that as well mm-hmm. as, um, like if someone's, you kind of brought it up with like the house, like if someone's like, yeah. oh, picture that this is here. Like if someone's trying to talk about how we're going to arrange something, I'm like, I need to like, see it. Like I need yeah. to it, like move it. Like I can't yeah. really, like I can wow. try to imagine it. That's the best so way for me to describe it is it's just like black in my head. Like I almost have questions for you guys as to like how you can do it. Like, are you yeah. able to still see something in your head? even if your eyes are open. Like, I think that's what confuses me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. wait, let me try. Tell <laughs> us to think of something with our eyes open. I've been doing it the entire conversation. <laughs> so weird to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I just saw a cow in my head. Wait, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm picturing myself looking at bison in Lamar Valley <laughs> in Yellowstone. I go back to that memory often. Yeah. Well, and see, like, books make more sense to me now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, because oh that's how gosh. so many people must read hate books reading. picturing. Yeah. Like, the books I like to read are much more, like, self-help books. And I was always good at, like, reading textbooks. But, like, anything fiction or anything that's really a story, like, reading all the descriptive wording, I'm like, this is, like, what's the point? Like, like I get plot and I get all this stuff, but like, I love watching movies yeah. and TV shows, but now to I be realize- fair, to be fair, Kate, I feel the same way and I don't have. <laughs> yeah. Have. So yeah, it, it must be way worse for you, but, um, I just I, see how yeah. it's appealing now. Like I get how totally. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. Crazy. It's like, you know, what's even more interesting is that I, I'm in EMDR therapy, which is another thing I wanted. What was the first thing I said we need to do a podcast on? Oh, endometriosis. Yeah, but didn't I mention something else? Okay, we need yeah, to do memory, endo memory. Oh, we need to do endo memory and EMDR. So in EMDR therapy, you it's all based on you like doing bilateral movements, like looking back and forth on a screen or closing your eyes and tapping yourself, which is what I do. But your brain just produces images just randomly. And then when the set's over, you open your eyes and you tell the therapist like what popped up. So I was like wondering like if you, yeah, like I wonder how you'd be able to do that. I would really love to see what kind of research is starting to happen. Um, they didn't even really have a word for this until like, I think 2010, 2015. What? And, yeah. <laughs> so the reason it really started becoming well-known and discovered is because someone went in for some type of surgery, woke up, and then they were like, I can't see things in my head anymore. Oh, so the no. only reason I was able to say it is because oh like, oh, it, it, it like went away. Right. And then oh so there was like scientific publishments on it. And then people were coming up and saying, well, I could never do that. Like, I was never able to see things in my head. So now, like, it's still so new 
like in the wow. research science world. Kate, this is so exciting. You're like so cool. Like you need you to be tell the world about this. Yeah. yeah, you could be studied and there could be a movie about you on Lifetime. Oh big, like, big, movie. huge question. Have you huge. never had a dream in the middle of the night? I can dream. So that is- What? The, I can dream. So I can dream. And so that's why I can at least kind of conceptualize the fact mm. that like, it's a possibility because I do yes. just night. Um, I don't do it often and I don't really remember them. But so I- you can dream, but you can't daydream. Hmm. Yeah. So you're a night dreamer. I guess so. At least you get some kind of taste of it, you know, so it's not like totally foreign to you. True. I, I yeah. so want to just like be a part of the study that you're a part of because I wonder if heartbreak affects you differently. And I wonder, because sometimes when we relive trauma in our head, like people that have PTSD, it's probably really linked to the fact that like they were in the war zone and they can still picture that. And I wonder if not being able to see it maybe hurts less. I don't know. But then we just said that you might feel it in your body more. So I don't know. Eternal sunshine of a spotless mind will just cut off the aphasia effects. You don't have to think about it. So this is really interesting. Well, she can think about it. She just can't see it. Yeah, see it, see it, see it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past— And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I was trying to think through, like, okay, now that I realize about this about myself, like, what has my life been? Like, how have I, like, lived life, right? And I actually went through something pretty traumatic in high school. Um, there was actually a student who came into our school with knives and attacked a lot of us. And I was one oh of my the people God. hurt that day. But I don't have any PTSD. But you were like, one of the people hurt? Yeah, I was one of the people hurt that day. Um, you, you probably can't see it really well, but I have a scar across my face. Oh, hey, wow. oh, my, God. oh my God, I'm so, I'm so sorry. sorry. Holy shit. Oh, no, it's okay. I bring that up to say, though, that I think one of the perks of aphantasia is, like, I don't know if you can have PTSD because, like, I can recount all the things that happened that day, but I can't. You're not like I, I don't have, like, that you're not in seeing this head, person coming like, towards you. Which is what traumatizes us. I think like it's that fear in the brain, the part of the brain. That's exactly that's, it. Wow. Yeah, wow, Kate, that's insane. I'm very How sorry old that, that were happened you? to you. That's terrifying. Um, I was a junior in high school. Oh, oh my, my God. Jesus. Yeah. That's this super world, scary. This world we live in now, I can't. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I feel like that's like the only perk I could come up with though. Otherwise, I do feel like I'm missing out a little bit. You're not missing out. You're not missing out on anything. This is the way you were supposed to be and it's just different. And I don't I don't think you should feel like you're missing out. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be in like a study one day and it'll be really helpful. 
I know. I would love yeah. to do that. Yeah, that's so cool. Thanks for sharing that. I Thank wonder you so I, much. I wonder now if other people this podcast is gonna be so great for people to feel seen if they're feeling the same things that yeah. our guests are feeling. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, so thank you so Amazing. much. Thank you. Thanks, that was Kate. So cool. Fascinating. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Aww, thank you. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Too. Bye. 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 So wild, All right, guys. Well, that was quite fascinating that podcast. Was, we literally that ha- we hit amazing. everything that was interesting. Like, we can like well, so there's equally there's other people that I messaged that I didn't get responded to in time, um, uh-huh. but they were offering up their stories. So maybe we do do this again down the road. Part then, two. We haven't had a part two in a while. Yeah, we could yeah. do a part two. Well, there's also a lot of other very sick. I think I mentioned this at the beginning, like serious diseases that came up when I asked the question mm-hmm. that that are still very rare but should be talked about so like that's also something we could do down the line mm-hmm. great for hypochondriacs oh great yep okay right. well now well, i think i have two uteruses but they they cut you open wouldn't they find yeah, that but that's, out? She well, actually she, would they know that sometimes i feel like my tampon is half now i'm like i never pay attention I think well, they maybe they got to go do a scan on the left side and on the right side. Do you and think see. they would have found that in my surgery years Did ago? Did they do yours I laparoscopically? So. What? No, they cut into okay. it. No, they did. I feel like they would have found it then. They would have found, found it, right? It. He would have yeah. told me then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <anxiety>. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We love you so much. Goodbye. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app. Podcast. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.